Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Matt, how oh, are you, buddy? So good. Feeling real good. I actually feel like garbage. Um, it, like it's really hitting me. I don't know where Kara's at in her like teacher world, but like, yeah, it's just a tired time. Um, so it's, and, it's and the I end think, of that second week. Yeah. You're, you're, or the third week, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're basically almost a month in here as we finish up this week for us personally, we start started. I don't know where your guys, they started, went, you guys all started the same, I guess teachers yeah. reported to duty a week before the kids Prime. did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get too far down the road, um, any feedback from last week's episode with our uh, great friend of the show, Mr. Bruce Pilcher on the, uh, big Mac breaking the record. I don't like the Cardinals. He's so, still no. A, oh no! It was I, a lot of fun. Was though. It was like, oh, he's the best. But but Bruce watching it best. with Bruce, watching it with Bruce, did it at was least make it tolerable for you? Watchable? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I'm warming up to St. Louis as a city, but not the Cardinals. The Cardinals will be probably the last one, and it has something to do. And again, if they were all like Bruce, right? You go. Oh, okay. They do have the best baseball fans in America, right? They they deserve this. But but I have also run into other St. Louis Cardinals fans, you know, whether it be online or in real life, and they're weirdly not like Bruce, and they're kind of garbage. Back to more garbage. That, that makes sense. Uh, are, so have you ever been out there with the, in a Cardinals game? We've all been out there, right, at a Cardinals Royals game, and these are not always the most non-obnoxious people yeah there's some there's a sense of arrogance there um and not that they don't deserve it again i mean i don't know we're starting to feel that maybe here with the chiefs and this maybe we'll segue into our our chief story of the day um but now that we're good you know there is a level of like people talk shit on us you know and people get mad there's a lot of you know things i think we get a lot of disrespect Although what's interesting is what's so funny is how I think from the other people's inside's perspective, they think that we're just getting our asses kissed all the time. And I'm like, I heard Tony Romo talk nothing but about Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns, you know, the whole game. Now, again, they were winning and playing great football, but I also was like, I don't know. It seemed a little bit. But yeah, um, let's talk about your chief experience. Well, I you, was there. You had a chief experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, this is there's all kinds of things that happened, right? You, well, yeah, you were fans. Well, any anything fans. Um, before we get too far, Bruce, appreciate it. You have an open invite oh gosh, on two C's. A uh, little story from great friend at Living the Dream. Uh, asked him what his favorite part is, and he's like, "My favorite part was Andy telling Bruce to count us in, and Bruce just decided to just go." And then Andy says, hey, Bruce, count us in three, two, one, play. And Bruce goes, one, two, three. <laughs> it, it is. It's an interesting medium. And if you don't do it a ton, I think we we have a level of comfort with it probably more now. And it would be interesting to go like and listen back to old ones, you know, like. And I just used a little crutch there with a like, you know, but you do get a little better at it as you get more comfortable with it and do it, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll revisit our, uh, Bob craft, uh, lost episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Bruce is an amazing uh, human and we love, we love you, Bruce. Thank you as always. Yeah. Thank you, Bruce. Um, yeah, before we get the into Chiefs. my chiefs thing, um, you, you kind of made me pause on my Twitter machine. I was getting a lot of dicks picks and 
I was getting very concerned that something might slip through. Sure. But uh, tell tell us, Matt, how was your how was your dick's experience? Uh, so good. Just long enough, you know. Uh, no. Um, let's the, the the entendres are just amazing. They're they're so easy with this. It's a tradition for fish now. They they actually play dicks as in the sporting goods um place, Dick's Sporting Goods Park, which is in um outside of Denver, Colorado. It's a kind of a Labor Day tradition. They've done it now. This is the 10th year, the 10th year in a row now. Um, and I've gone to a couple, they're a blast, kind of a little back to you know how it was in indiana there just a little little reunion of some folks new folks old folks um that we hadn't seen in a long time or had never met and just a really great experience yeah so but yeah lots i know i flooded the the timeline with dicks yeah um and also your trip did nothing to dissuade my opinion that you are fish famous uh, um the amount of, kind of oh my oh my god i met famer Famer's staying at my house. Famer's my favorite. <laughs> Who's your favorite Wook? Famer. Uh, oh my God, I'm at the Wook well, Plus guys. Famer. There's a kind. lot. They, they they're wonderful. They love Famer. Uh, but I so, love them all too. I love all of them, and I I love all our two C's folks. Like I want to meet all those folks. I've, we've met so many of our maybe again probably our four listeners. We actually maybe probably have met. They're either well, family members or close friends, but. Yeah, you're surprised. I, I am actually often surprised at people that listen to the show that will come up to me I and go, like, well, see, Hey, I, I listened was... to your episode on blah, blah, blah. And, uh, oh, and then I, uh, you know, where I immediately go when people are like, Hey, I listened to your episode on whatever it was. You know what yeah. I immediately go to? I'm like, How much did I cuss? Did I cuss a lot? I probably cussed a lot. Did I cut? I hope I didn't cuss too much. That's amazing. I, I, I think. What I miss out on is the Facebook presence, right? And I think there's there's probably maybe a little more juice, you know, on that end. And I don't and really post it on Facebook anymore. So I wonder I where again. It's just it's just kind of this organic little thing. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's wonderful. Occasionally, I'll post, you know, something on there, but not yeah. not every week. It's in I, the ether. Yeah, people find it though. People find yeah. us. So. Um, well, anyway, community. man, you are uh, you are fish famous. I can't wait for next Labor Day. I really oh, want to do geez. that uh, dinner with famer thing that I've been pitching to you. I really think that that's something we can do. <laughs> nice small group. We'll get get a nice dinner. People one on one. They'll love it. Uh, they'll pay. These people will pay. <laughs> Let's do it for charity, maybe if we do it. Look, I'll <laughs> do it. I mean, we'll set it up. We'll do it for free. Not yeah, free, free, but P H R E for. Of course, fans for racial equity. Yeah, well, another I mean, wonderful group that I sat at their table um, and worked their table um, one one night, and I shouldn't say they. It's a we, right? It's my. It's a group that I I'm, I'm a member of. So had a blast with them. Got to meet a bunch of those folks in real life and not on Zoom for the first time. Um, yeah, just a wonderful experience. Well, I want to hear about the Chiefs. Let's hear was, about because let again, me, let me segue from Fish. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we did a rail riding episode and the unwritten rules of uh, fish concerts mm -hmm. and this past sunday i had the uh i was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to go to um uh, my god knows how many consecutive home opener that's awesome as uh, as you'll recall i was season ticket holder for 15 years or so and then when i gave up my season tickets my birthday which i celebrated this past sunday as well 
um, my brother always takes me to the game, which works well for everyone, right? He doesn't have to worry about going out and buying me a present. Sure. And I get to go to the home opener. So um, now this is the first one since the fans have been fully welcomed back. Sure. Since, um, well, I guess it would be the... um, the AFC championship game in 2020. Yeah. The uh, Tennessee Titans AFC championship game, not the Buffalo Bills one. Yeah. So parking lot's full. Uh, my brother, who has a crew of himself, uh, real Phil, not a legit poonhound, but mm-hmm. um, uh, his son Carter, his rotating person, which is me. Um, his yeah. buddy Bob, and then Kurt and his daughter. And so they generally have a rotating group that comes in as well. So they generally have three spots. They like to park out in the grass, out between gates six and seven, if you're familiar with the uh, configuration of the Truman Sports Complex. They allow, uh, it is, now, it is the stadium drive, stadium drive entrance. Sure. Let me say this again, and this has no literally no relevance to anyone else to a very small group of people. They allow you to park on the grass again. I, Cause yeah. I remember that was not a thing for a while. Am I, was I yeah. wrong about that? Yes. Uh, you are allowed to park on the grass. Um, I think it was two or three seasons ago that they did not. Um, this is the area. Most people are familiar with gate six, which is mm-hmm. the six lane um, Western edge gate. Okay, off yeah. Stadium Drive. So this is going to attract your you'll, – you'll get a lot of folks from the Kansas side, 435, a lot of folks from Northtown uh, come down 435, get off on Stadium Boulevard, yeah. Stadium Drive. And then uh, from the north, you can also enter Stadium Drive off of 40 Highway, sure. which is where we come in from. So – and then there's this grassy lot that's just kind of out there, and it's generally trucks and SUVs and – things like that that are yeah, parking out there. Love that a lot. That's the old school. Lot. Um, and so that's where I was always so sad when that wasn't yeah. a thing. Cause that loved that spot and love that a lot. Yeah. We always hung out back in the day. So there they keep a portion of that native grass. So if you're familiar with Missouri native grass, it basically kind of sure. looks like corn stalks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's got you said a, native grass and not, you know, not in grass or something <laughs> yeah not uh, a stupid joke on my, yeah. myself so, a little bit but go ahead so our guys and basically we ended up at the northwest corner the farthest corner within this lot okay sure. and we had a guy that got there at pre they said the gates would open at 11 he was in line at 10 30 mm-hmm. backed up onto the highway to get in okay so we were backed up onto the bridge at 11 yeah. o'clock. Okay. So there's a probably, I don't know. We were probably backed up for about a quarter of a mile, if not a half mile. So yeah. people were looking forward to getting in. Um, they tend to. Yeah. So now mind you, this was a 325 central game. Okay. So we are a full four hours before game time. Sure. And the parking lot is full. Always. Yeah. Full. Of course. So what happens is where the native grass stopped and the stuff that they mowed everybody lined up including us at the northwest corner of this lot and as the day rolled on people just kept coming and they kept coming and they kept coming and they kept coming and eventually it's like 
where are these people going to go? And right. so then they would get to us and they'd be like, hey, would you move your car and these chairs so that I can pull through and park over there? So basically it's on a very dry patch of grass that I don't think the stadium really wanted. But where the reverse rail riding situation comes in here is that here we are the early ones. Okay. We're not yeah. saving spots, right? We're not like, not. hey, no, you can't park there because my my guy's coming. You know, yeah, and that's, it's filled. It's literally filled. Yeah, to the max. But the people that are arriving late are wanting us to move our stuff so that they can, like, we're saving is, them a spot. This is poor form. So all of this is bad. But again, I, I think I tend to be. This is where me and you. This is the, the the origin of two C's, right? Comes together because I think for you, you have more of an individualistic thing where you're going. We as human beings and just common sense, you know, animals here can can figure this out and should be able to. And I say, and you're probably right. And, and your blame kind of goes to these these humans, right? I, I I tend to kind of go above that a little bit and say. This has been a chief's problem for, I mean, again, right? For, for as long as we've been going and they just haven't figured it out. And I don't know, again, it does take individuals common sense, but I also wonder, and they also are charging an exorbitant amount, right? To park your vehicles. So you just wish they would take and hire and do an exorbitant amount to make sure that everyone could park comfortably. If well, you're charging people that much money. So here, here's where I landed on this. We had one guy in the party that was adamant that not only he, he actually started telling people, we don't know whose car that is. Uh, okay. Yeah, so sure. some people would come up and they'd be like, can you move that car so that's that I can get through? And I wouldn't like, well, even, again, we don't know who's point car you do is. have to say, no, you're, so, you're right. No, I'm, uh, I, don't, now, I wouldn't have been afraid to say my, that's, I'm not moving friend. I don't know. What yeah. To and so you. he Just told, he told the first few people, we're not moving our cars. And they got into an argument about how he wasn't being a good human being. Right. Uh, but sure. these people are going to move their car. If you would move this other car, I could make this turn. And I don't understand why they're coming down. Is there any direction at all from? Yeah. Any... So they're winding down through. So they come in through the, the gate. They're winding down through looking for a spot to park. Now, out here in this grass area, why are too, they letting them back in there? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, what, who, this has to be the job of some parking human that was, beings. Again, that's, that's the piece that Andy, that, that's what's frustrating to me. They so, hire uh, well, charities, they hire quick. churches, they hire churches and they hire charities to be out there and be the parking people because they don't want to pay a competent staff to run a good parking operation. And those people just stand there and do nothing and they allow these operations to happen. Again, why is someone allowed? There should be a barricade. There should be something that has closed your area off, right? Well, if so at full, some point now. Keep in mind out out here in this grass. Now on the pavement, there's lines and there is a lot more. There's a lot more. Uh, I'm going to say policing. Sure. Okay. There's natural policing. Park in the line. The, the put your tent behind your car. Don't be in this area. You know, there's a lot sure. more guidelines there. If you kind of look at the way that people are parked in the grass, like I know this is a an, uh, an audio show, but like it's a wavy line. 
Like yeah, if you think about parking in a parking lot with striped lines, it's a straight line, right? Where you're parking. Right. Now, does everybody park squarely between those lines? Yeah, there's so many damn big trucks these days. Oh my they God. just don't fit in there. But so freaking stupid. So the interesting thing of the reverse rail rider <laughs> is that I probably would have moved my car. If you were just asking me to move my car, I probably would have done it. So you could get through, not for you to take my spot and potentially pin me in, but True. let you move through. Could you um, permanently move it out of the way to where people could have gone? Somebody probably would have, some dumb shit probably would have ended up parking there. Right. And then when they park there and you're like, hey, man, I moved my car so that people could get through here. You probably would have got to fuck off. Yeah, I mean, maybe you could put your gear there but you're right people are going to talk shit and try to get in there again yeah this is where this is where a level of <laughs> and i think this is where the level of like my brother and his friends are like we got here four hours early sure. we have set up our stuff we're not moving our stuff so it's one of those things where i could see both sides of it no same, like same with the railroad yeah deal. like again, with me i'm not... just kind of like but here's the other thing too that i kind of also got to thinking about okay i moved my car then the next guy that comes through, I move my car. That's the piece. And then I move yes. my car. See, and then I saying. move my you car. Can't, and that's then what I, I was about to ask you. It would be frequency. It would be amount of times. Again, that first person and probably that second person are are good chance that they're getting through. At some point, I'm doing everything to, I can to not allow third person, and I'm not moving my car my car for third person, and I'm either. I don't know, and and yeah. that's where you shouldn't have to though, and that's the piece that. Well, and Again, it, it is a get in these gray, you get in these gray areas, yeah, right? When you get in a place like that, because you don't really right have those restrictive lines that say you, okay, friend, listen, it, you can talk all the shit you want. That's the space. And that's where you're supposed to be. And I get to be in this one, you know, like that's, yeah, how it works. whereas in the, fucking it's grass, the pit versus chairs, right? Cussing. It's the pit Again. versus chairs, right? So, Hey man, I'm in section three, seat six. This is section. This is row C. Section three, row C, seat six. This is my seat versus the pit where it's, hey, man. You were four hours early, but I had the same ticket as you, man, and I paid the same amount of money as you, and this person left, and this space is open. And honestly, that was always how it kind of worked. Okay? you To me, it it, it used to and should work more that way where, okay, back in about, about seven rows back, you, you can hold space for people. You can chill. You can separate. You can be there forever, right? That's your spot. The first few rows are for kind of transient folks coming in and out because you don't get to hold that spot because everybody's going to kind of move in and out from there and they're going to want in those areas because they're highly coveted and it's a GA situation. And so you get to be there for a little while until you got to pee or until you want to move. And then you don't get to come back to that exact spot because it is just a, a such a transient area. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. So we got there. Uh, our guy got there. Obviously he was coming from Kansas. We're coming from Missouri. The likelihood of us arriving at our spot in the same time is very, very slim. So sure. he saves us a couple spots. We get in there. We, we get parked. Our third car on the end had chairs that she had put out. Okay. These, and then they had their cornhole boards. So these other guys come up, 
move her chairs and move the cornhole boards and park where you stand on that. Like, I don't know how much I love, um, you know, getting out and just moving somebody's didn't ask. It's awful. You know, just, Hey, I'm just moving, moving this stuff. Cause there's looks like we can fit both our cars here. It's gross behavior. So I uh, know yeah. I would never touch any person's stuff without saying, Hey, I'm going to now, I think there could be moments where I'm going to say there's two different questions, you know, like there's two different ways you say it. W- one thing I would never do is touch someone's stuff without saying anything at all. Right. And <laughs> just rolling up and just moving shit. There's two different scenarios, right? There's either asking or there's like saying, I'm going to move your stuff. Right. So they did the worst thing. There is just saying, and there is probably scenarios where you just have to tell someone, listen, I'm moving your stuff, right? Yeah. Without asking. And then there is, to me, in this scenario, the kind thing is to do is, is if you're in that, now the, the person has the opportunity to say yes, no, whatever. But you, you say with no expectations because you shouldn't, you know, and say, hey, can you move your stuff so we can park there? You know, that seems a very reasonable Right. Decent human being thing to do. Yeah. Are you, are you, you know, we're not going to let you save this space. I'm doing you a favor by moving your stuff so I don't hit it. But yeah, it's kind of the whole, um, hey, man. You don't know, touch you, my stuff, yeah. man. If, you know, don't man, touch don't my drum really, set. If it was my stuff, <laughs> exactly, dude. Don't, I mean, it, it's petty and it's weird a little bit because, you know, obviously it's not, and it's not about the chairs or the value of the chairs. It's more, again, of the respect of just saying, Hey, I'm again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's one of those things. You should like, ask yeah, could you kind, move just... your tent and all this food off this table? If you move this tent and this food off all this table, I can just park right here. Yeah. You know? It's like, again, yeah, bro, it... I'm, I'm already set up. So <laughs> it didn't get much better when we went into the stadium. Um, so we're in our seats. Okay. So did you have to show it was arrowhead is now what a vax or negative test scenario or just no vax? No. Oh, it's a free, it's free Free for for all all. free for all. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that it's masks. So here's, here's no masks. So here's fun. If you're in the 200 section, the suites, you have to, you have to wear a mask Yeah. indoors because it's indoors. You have to wear a mask. Right. Um, Which I, I mean, I would, I, I've heard many things that even in crowded areas, it's still outdoors is very rare. So, I mean, again, it's, it, it makes, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I thought that they had decided to do it that way. Yeah. So point. we're, it, it was tight getting into through security and, you know, I'm like, at one point I just kind of whispered to a guy in our group. I'm like, Dude, you want to talk about a super spreader event? Yeah, this thing. That ain't, like, I didn't, uh, I didn't. I don't love that. But um, as soon as we we get into our seats and the game starts, and this guy in a Baker Mayfield jersey, <laughs> okay, comes up wow. and enough said. He's like, uh, "Yeah, these are our seats." We're to me and me and Bob. Keep in mind, these are season tickets, right. and Bob's like. Nah, man, you're in the wrong section. These are season. These are our season. We've had these season tickets for you know, X number Decades. of years. And the guy tells him the section that he's in. He's like, no, that's the section over. Right. And so the guy to- walks like two or three seats down and then comes back and wants to argue about it. Like, wow. um, you know, and he had like a little kid with him. And the kid was in it. Like, so it's one of these things where it's like, man, I really don't want to get into an argument 
with you and potentially have this thing escalate. But Burn your child. my man, you're wrong. Right. You're in the wrong section and you're arguing. And if you keep this up, I'm going to punch. Depending on the size of you, I'm on at least I might punch your kid. Depending if you're a big dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, so Phil, Phil and I went to uh, grab some refreshments there, and we uh, we missed the Nick Chubb untouched touchdown. Um, and oh, apparently okay. we missed some excitement while we were up in the concession stand. So finally we got this. By the way, we got that guy moved on. Sure. I just told I told him I said, dude. I don't know what to. I said, dude, I don't know what to tell you, but um, just go get an usher, show them your ticket, and if the usher tells me to move, I'll move. I'm not moving right. for you. You're in the wrong section. Right. This is 325 row, blah blah blah, seat right. six and seven. I think you're, you know, you're the next section over. Go get an usher if you think we're we're bullshitting you, like. Right. Um, and uh, but anyway, so the game goes on wasn't uh wasn't looking good for our guys yeah, the yeah. first uh first it's so fun out there when it's like this though. yeah and God, so, so we good. go philip and i go up and get refreshments uh by the way the fountain drinks weren't working so <laughs> they uh they got to sell you a five dollar 20 ounce bottle of coke um yeah it's always um it's convenient yeah my wife drinks those uh smart waters have you seen those they're like, um, yeah, yeah. So we buy it. we buy a case of those at Sam's for twelve dollars. Okay, sure. uh, yeah. we paid six dollars a bottle out there. Same same thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah. But uh, so apparently, when we were gone, uh, the guy behind us uh, got in. Uh, two guys in the row behind us about got into a fight, and one of them kind of. I guess nothing happened, but dude's like, I'm out of here and like toppled over and about fell onto uh, Bob and my brother and Philip. Right. So none of these people that this guy fell onto are small people. No. Um, and then after the game, um, there appeared to be a domestic disturbance, domestic issue. Uh, what appeared to be a boyfriend girlfriend that things got sideways. Um, yes, they do. Dude was very very drunk. You're kidding. Very drunk, and arguing with another guy in this party to the just next tailgate over from ours, and uh, so they they try to get him to leave. You know, some guys in our group go out to the the guy that everybody's trying to get to leave. And they're like, he's like, man, just walk on dude. Like just head on. And that guy wants to argue with my buddy about how he's leaving. And it's like, man, you're not leaving. You're walking back towards them, you know, leaving that way. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I'm not leaving. And so this guy goes back over into this other tailgate and then uh, takes one very weak punch and topples. (laughs) And then the other guy, gets down and throws a couple punches while he's on and then yes. others from, but after the fact, the guy that threw the punches also drunk. Um, I mean, these no weren't, way. these weren't, you know, exactly precision punches that you would see in a, uh, in a boxing match comes over and he's like, Hey, you know, I just want to apologize to you guys about that. Like, we don't know who that guy was. He just stumbled into our tailgate and started offending saying things about my mom and 
Sure. It wasn't like a, you know, uh, your mother jokes, like literally the lady was there and he was making offensive comments to her and then they were trying to get him to leave. But the person that was trying to get him to leave was like a young girl that was kind of like his age and looked like it was, you know, his girlfriend. And uh, yeah, so just, I don't know, man, as I, as I told you, I, uh, the older I get, you know, the less I really like going out there. Like the games are fun and everything, and like what an exciting game! But man, uh, just you know, I, I think I've told you, dude, I don't like going out there just because of the people that are around. It's a shame, um, you know. Like people just can't behave. And the older I become, the more pro prohibition I've gotten at those games. Like pro prohibition, yeah. yeah. I, 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 the three o'clock games are always worse. Anytime yeah. you get later in the day, seven the seven o'clock games are even times are disaster. Yeah. Um, I well, mean, especially level of when you're young, but go, ahead, go ahead. Well, especially cause we had to get, you know, I mean, we got out there at 11 o'clock. So, you know, I didn't get home I, till eight. I'm sure there's people's in your party. And again, they aren't irresponsible good, and they're good people and they weren't acting that way, but I'm sure they weren't sober. If that, uh, if that also makes sense. Well, I did find out that somebody in, um, uh, my brother's group didn't, and my brother's group actually did not make it through the entire Cleveland game last year, the divisional round. Right. They because had a, of uh, a puker. Too much drinking. A pu- a pu- they, had a, yeah. they had an in stand puker. Oh. And no. so somebody That's told. Bad. Somebody That's told a red on. card. Um, yeah. I saw your There's guy. a fish sticks referee. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That is and a red card offense. That is, and so he got booted. Um, as you and should. This so the rest a... of the group, with the no soldier left behind, went oh, with him and they went home. They were now that reminded me of a fun story, um, and I'm going to need you to fill in the gaps here. And I think you know where I'm going. Oh man, uh, that sucks. This should is we have when... gone home, huh? Should we have left? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, it God. was me and Chris's. Totally. I know. I know where you're going. Yeah. Go, go, go. So yeah, the that. time that I got kicked out of now, was it the Granada or the bottleneck? That's it's where Phil, Philip and I were talking about it. No, it's the Granada. It was a Granada. hundred percent. Okay. Cause I was of age, had, right. had myself a beer and big C sure. was not of age. Yeah. Uh, Weirdly. was, Air like quoting twice holding, our, our all our size, yeah, exactly. but not, not, Hold, o- not older. Right. Holding my beer for me. He was literally holding my beer. Yeah. And probably helping himself to a sip or two. Uh, and because he had the vaunted X on his hand, they got we you. got we got booted and yeah. uh spent the night, not spent the night, but basically the entire concert trying to find warmth because uh <sighs> Philip insisted that it was May's uh, blue car, and I, I swear it was Phil's car. What say you? That is a really interesting. Um, the 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 next question is right. Whose vehicle it was? I think there's a good chance that May's blue car was there. I think there's a decent chance both vehicles were there. There's a one hundred percent chance it wasn't my car because I remember we stayed out in the cold. <sighs> we were seeking warmth. It was That's so bad. It was a it was a spring concert, like a February March, but still cool enough. Yeah, that... cold. Yeah, it was cold out. I <laughs> it was mean, freezing. it wasn't like January cold, but it was. I feel terrible. You I should... should have gone out there with you what guys. A great... Nope, but nope, I just not enjoyed at all. the concert not at like all. a real nope. jerk. Nope. Um, 
but no, uh, but I, I, it is a shame. I think that's, that's something that I came around to when I eventually, you know, um, stopped going out to the games that, you know, that's what I told Deanna, you know, I would go out there once again, like you do one time, you know, I, I wouldn't, I enjoy the experience. I have a good time with it, but there is so many moments that it can quickly turn into a really poor time. Um, and it can even get dangerous, you know, honestly. And, you know, you, that that situation you just described can quickly go a million different directions, right? That you just, you hate to kind of run through the scenarios and I'm kind of a worry war, you know? And, and yeah, again, you know, not that I wouldn't have done exactly what all of, you the guys did i just think an hour later i'd have gone shit i'm glad that dude didn't have no knife or you know like it didn't escalate to some sort of crazy degree where all of a sudden his crew rolls up and no one well yeah i mean the guy was the guy was by himself yeah that's the thing he's he's he's, blessed that he didn't get really popped and pounded i mean that's that's what a blessing that you again the dudes you're with are not small people and if he they wanted to just beat the shit out of him they could have you know and and i'm assuming the dudes who hit him, obviously, like you said, were not uh, didn't really want to. They just had no choice to because yeah, I mean, like it, you can't just I think be that, rolling up talking about. I think the moms. people and all the surrounding, t- you know, obviously before the fight takes place, everybody sees that there's an altercation about to happen. Not that this matters, that but can we clear are, this up? Is it a Browns fan? No, okay. no Chiefs fan. Chiefs fan. Yeah, okay, cool. I just, um, just want to be clear. Yeah, and then you know, as soon as the first two or three punches are thrown and landed, you know, people yeah. are like, Hey, 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 all right, that's enough guys. You know? And then there's multiple people from tailgates going into, you know, <laughs> kind of break it up. But there were like three or four guys from this tailgate that were getting ready to come in and get some, get some licks in, which that's where, that's where if something's going to escalate, that's where it's going to get out well, of that hand. That dude died. That dude, they found that dude dead, right? He got into a fight and died, right? Suppose like a couple of years ago. It wasn't that long ago, dude, out in the parking lot. You remember that story where the guy uh, was so cooked? He that guy got... worked at that guy worked at Community America when I was there. Oh my god! Or not I when I was there. Before I was yeah, there, like yeah, yeah. He, he um. There was some connection. He got drunk. Yes. And misidentified the car that's what it was that he was in and the people that came to their car thought he was stealing it or whatever. like beat the shit out of him and basically ultimately ended up dying from it yeah right. it's, that's what uh, i'm saying i mean it's again, a story. It's just that's a, that's a, i mean uh, to me that's the only story you need to hear you know to tell you that you just have to have a level of it because this is not well, what you're you're telling me this is a human being that at one point at least was in, in a very, this isn't like a, a drunken, crazy, you know, human being. He just had too many one day yeah. because you went out to a chief's game and got, and did something a little silly that a drunken person would do. And it, it, it you know, it, it was an ultimate mistake, you know, that he loses his life over, you know? And again, that's like, that should yeah, never it was, be uh, a thing, but. Well, like I, dude, I, I don't even hardly drink when I go out there. Like I had, I had one, one like little tiny shot of like, like they called it ice cream beer or something like that. But (laughs) like I loosey up a little bit, but not, not, there ain't no way. Like Like, Philip was upset at me. He was upset. He's like, I offered to buy you whatever drinks you wanted for the parking lot. And I'm like, man, first of all, it's a three o'clock game. It's going to be hot out here. I want to enjoy the game. Uh, I I don't need. Like, 
I'm going to have a headache when I go home as is. I was sober as a judge all Labor Day weekend, brother. I mean, you know, <laughs> but the, I was in Colorado, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, but again, for very as far little as alcohol, went- <laughs> Matt had very little alcohol consumption over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, zero, zero. I really didn't. I, I am really um, beginning to move away kind of fully from that. And it's not really like a it's not a moral stand. It is not a, um, I, my behavior is bad stand. It is a, like, is it like my body just is kind of rejecting it. Like my stomach just doesn't really yeah, handle it I'm well. Looking, yeah. And so yeah. I'm to a point where, and I don't, and I don't really need it to enjoy the things that I really like love and enjoy. I, I, I don't, I've experienced them now, not just completely cooked and I have as much fun, you know, like I, you know, so I, I don't, if you don't need to be there, I don't know why you have to go there, you know? For well, me, and I for me. am, you know, alcohol's a, an, a magnifier. It's an, and so like, I am a nervous wreck and borderline angry during the chiefs games. I don't need that oh. fuel oh, 100%, to make me dude. even more angry and borderline, you know, cause oh, 100%, like, I get super aggro. I'll start talking all kinds of shit that, that Cleveland Brown again, that's why I said that game was a perfect setup. Right. And that's why we've been to a million games and we know every scenario. Okay. Like we've been through every game scenario and there probably isn't a better game scenario than young up and coming team with some pretty new, you know, um, you know, fair weather fans type folks jumping oh, yeah. on the bandwagon, bandwagon fans coming and they're winning and they're smoking in and they're talking shit and they're cheering their ass off and they're having a blast and they're just at, at all, all at your expense. And then you, it turns around. Right. And then you, and we, we've been on, we've been on the other oh, end a hundred yeah. times, a million times, right. Enough to know that you can't celebrate. I told in that 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 Indianapolis Colts playoff game where we were down, we were up 28-10 or whatever. Shit, I wasn't celebrating a second. And honestly, the the when I was celebrating, I told Deanne, I'm like, I'm just celebrating now because I know it will eventually collapse. And it did because it used to until we got the kid that that brought us back just like he did this Sunday. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just a well, level it's a, of yeah, it's a different um, you know, it's a different era. <laughs> But those and, poor Browns fans, they don't know no better. They don't know what the trap that they're getting into, right? I mean, they're really literally just getting in the worst kind of trap because they're going to start talking shit. The game's rolling yeah. on. It's in the second half now, and they've scored a little, even in the second oh, half. Dude, they're you having know, a like, good time. They're they up 12. Rolling. They're rolling. I'm well, uh, I'm going to go one further. I will tell you that the Bucks cowboys game, the Chiefs-Browns game, and the um, – the Raiders Ravens game. Those were three standalone games or yeah. the chiefs were in a standalone, but they were the, the main slate, the, the main, national game. the main game, the national game. We got Romo. Ugh. That's right. the script. The NFL wants these games to play. Oh, they worked out. The, the, and that's really what the NFL, that's how the NFL survives because that's, they do have parity and those teams. Well, and and I, it's, it, it isn't necessarily parody that you would think of it's it's that the top end of the both basically the top ends are of each division and each conference are always about the same are are good and they're always going to have good good games now then yes there's this lower tier that 
they're going to kind of feed on, but they're going to mix in some games. They're going to have some of those little, you know, kind of drama filled games that they pull it off, but it's a way and it's a salary cap thing. Right. I mean, definitely that's a piece of the, of the pie, right. In that, in that, you know, I, I think they've just got the right mix. Yeah. Well, and like, uh, I, I know that fantasy is donezo for you. Um, <laughs> I've been, but, I, tell you, uh, I play with, I play with uh, May, Phil, real Phil again, and, and big Chris, we, we brought them all up on the, on the episode here. Um, but yeah, I play with them in a completely no money league. Okay. We, we do an auction draft. Um, my only goal every year, and they will tell you this, is I get Patrick Mahomes every year and Travis Kelsey typically. I think I've had Mahomes. I know I've had Mahomes every year that we've done it. Um, Kelsey, I, I think at least the last three years. And I spend, they, they, they know that I will spend the maximum. He will be my first nomination and I will get Mahomes. And then after that, I just go from there because it's for fun and I want to root for my favorite player. You know what I mean? And so that's what's great about an auction, right? You can get the guys you want if you're willing to pay for them. And so, um, yeah, I, I have uh, that team and it is tied. My team name is fantasy is done. So, so yeah. that's what's, and I, do, I, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but like I dominate that league, Andy, when there's no money on the line and you know that Phil now Phil and Chris try hard and are and may too may, I mean, May's done it. It's, it's enough of a try hard league that I, I feel like it's worthy, even though there's no money on the line to kind of brag about it. But the minute the money gets on the line, dude, I'm a disaster. Well, so what we did in our league this year is we got rid of the defense and special teams and the kicker, and we replaced them with a head coach. (laughs) So you get, so, you know, I like to keep things, you know, freshen it up, reinvent, try some, try some new things. It's like a relationship. So the, the points, the way you score is like, if your team wins by 25 or more you get 10 points okay okay and then it's a range say 17 to 24 you get eight blah 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 you know down to negative 10 if your team loses by 25 points so it's the spread of the score it's a score then it yeah would, the spread is what then it would kind of be, both benefit the offense and the defense yeah it's the head yeah coach. so right <clears throat> so my rule right i'm the one that introduces it and i'm feeling real good about my team because i had uh amari cooper on Thursday night. So he put up a nice number and then I had Kyler Murray as my quarterback. He put up a real nice number for me. Yeah. And uh, the homes in that league, it's only four teams, you know? And I look at the score and I'm like, damn, man, Mace, Mace come back on me. You want to know why he came back on me? His head coach. I had Mike Vrabel as my coach. He lost uh, by 20. <laughs> he lost me 10 points. Because uh, the man. Titans got rolled by Arizona. Rabel, the former chief. He got you. Know, you. Tennessee is supposed to be pretty good. So um, anyway, man. Well, I, I did end up squeaking. Good. I ended, did end up squeaking one out against May, which uh, was uh good. Because then which that, was good. I mean, that was what eventually pushed me out of fantasy football. So yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen to you. Yeah, so you I, can I continue to enjoy it. Well, so like in our auction, uh, we've got a 12 team league and May. I, the thing I like about the auction fantasy drafts is that it's way better. There's different strategies. So may went, may got three of the first five nominations. That's what I do. Okay. And then he ended the draft with like the last five picks. I was the last person to actually get somebody on my team. (sighs) And I was the first to fill my roster up. 
Yeah, that's how it works. So I may went with the top heavy. Uh, yeah, I think he spent a lot of money on Travis Kelsey. He's been taking the fantasy as Dunzo notes. Um, I, I forget who draft. he did, but he he spent a lot of money on like the three yeah. of the top five guys yeah. that got, and then you know build his team. Whereas I was like, I am not going to spend more than fifty dollars on one player. I want a bunch of thirty dollar players. Mm-hmm. So I'll take your Terry McLaurin's, your um, Amari Cooper's, your Allen Robinsons, your um, yeah. You know, like I, I had, uh, I had Raheem, We're the exact opposite. I had Raheem Mostert and Gus Edwards that didn't even <laughs> that are now sitting on my IR. Oopsies. Um, I had Judy. Yeah, Judy got hurt too, which is know, good for so me it's, because it's a Bronco. Any Broncos that get hurt, it's fair. With all due respect to at living the dream, of course. Yeah, of course. Love of you, course. Dave. Um, yeah. So the AFC West is all uh, undefeated. Yeah. So is the NFC West. First time ever that two divisions uh, had uh, all teams win. Um, but I did, uh, I didn't mess up the DraftKings this year and, uh, it didn't reset if you didn't fill out the Ross, if you didn't fill out the number of spaces. So nobody got to, uh, nobody got to play. Everybody's not money, money just got, anyway. so, so I fixed that, but, um, well, look, dude, we're gonna, we're gonna get out of here. Just want to kind of catch up with you about dicks and, you know, <laughs> let you know about the chiefs. And then next week. Let me talk about uh, um, my new my new gig. That'll yeah, give me, uh, that'll give me a I'm couple truly weeks. Interested? In um, this. You know, I'm, I'm business brokering now. And I hear this for what business the, bro? I'm I'm biz broker Andy on Twitter at I'm, biz broker Andy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I okay. Oh, that's where I I'm glossing myself this. as. Uh, oh my but, gosh! I, I, Deanna noticed this. Is it on Facebook too? Yeah, yeah. I'm on. Yeah, uh, I'm on that. Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on the LinkedIn. The LinkedIn. Um, Get you up. I'm on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, my but space. yeah, I mean, basically at, at the highest level, and I'll, I'll jump into details next week on kind I'm excited of excited for that. Kind of what the job it's is. Fascinates and, me. You know, all I don't that know. Stuff I don't and, know anything about it. But, uh, but it basically, me. I'm like a real estate agent. Okay, yeah. so you know how real estate agents are going to connect a buyer and a seller, and they're going to. But the main difference is, is like business brokers work in confidentiality, whereas like if your house is for sale, you want everybody in the world to know about it. We post sure. it on MLS. We put the address out. We put pictures of it. We take pictures of the inside. We hold open houses. We invite people to come through and walk through, and sure. you know all of that, right? Of course. When you have a business for sale, you don't want anybody to know about it. You don't want your employees to know. You don't want your competitors to know. You don't want your <laughs> vendors to know. You don't want. Um, no, your, I know. I get it. Yeah. You don't want anyone to know. So it's the, it so kills the current to, business. What it does. Yeah. Yeah. So like if, or, uh, you know, people try to, it, it would be like a real estate agent posts your house for sale. And then a buyer comes around and goes, Hey Matt, um, why don't you give me that? Give me a discount and we'll just cut the agent out of the, out of the whole transaction. You know, sure. so, so we, we work, we connect buyers and sellers at the core for businesses. But the other thing too, is like, when you buy a business, like when you buy a house, you may never, you may never meet the buyer and seller may never meet ever. No, yeah, um, no, of course not. I don't think we happen to know the person that bought our house and we happened to run into this dude. Cause he actually didn't have a real estate agent or didn't do it yeah. through that way. He did. But a lot of times you don't yeah. Um, No, Yeah. With a business, it's important that the buyer and seller actually have a decent relationship because yeah. they're going to spend a significant amount of time 
anywhere yeah, from two weeks transition. to yeah, anywhere from two weeks to two months. Generally, You're they're gonna have to work side by side. Consigliere, maybe. Yeah. Or, you so know, it's uh, it, it's a different thing, but uh, it's amazing. But yeah, man, right next week we'll uh, I'm excited we'll, to we'll lock about, back yeah. in. You know, I finished up the summer of no worries. Um, you know, Good. you can only I can only be so tan. Um, I was tan <laughs> enough to get a medical issue, a, honestly, a new, at some point. A new headshot. You know, got got a new professional. <laughs> photograph got my passport got my driver's license good. renewed all of this stuff while i had a good tan you know it's important got to do that stuff glow up. yeah for real so all right buddy we will uh we'll catch up next week um any more concerts coming up no yeah things kind of settle down a little bit till kind of november we, we're not going to do any more fish i don't think and then um yeah but in november uh, there's yeah a local show that hope i'm hoping some friends will come into town for and some different things so yeah that's exciting well, not cool, fish man. but but goose another animal named uh, band. if you are a band and you want <laughs> famer to be a fan you need to name it after an animal okay correct please right, so, yes yeah so me and my uh, me and my band raccoon <laughs> dude <laughs> hey, i've heard raccoon they jam raccoon's the best wait. I'm going on a raccoon tour. Um, oh man, <laughs> dinner with raccoon, man. We'll sell small tickets. Uh, we're gonna sell tickets. <laughs> no one will eat bag. with raccoons. That's all right. You don't buddy. Eat with raccoons. I will talk to you next week. All right. All right. See all right. You, see you guys see later. Bye.